Hello, and you are tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, serial entrepreneur, first-time mom, and straight shooter, Terrace Sherman. Every stage of life comes with its own set of challenges, and in each weekly episode, I will dive into the topics that are difficult to face. I'll be bringing you interviews from trailblazing guests, as well as healing-centered solo episodes. Life comes at you fast. Don't overthink it. Don't think about it too much, too much, too much, too much. Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and this episode is for Think Tank Thursday. And what I want to take a moment to do um, in this episode is to express how important it is to really celebrate you and to see the beauty in being able to celebrate yourself, one, but also at the same time, because, you know, we are talented and divine individuals, (laughs) still be able to support Um, and celebrate other women and so um, there is this and I just hate it too there is like this um, energy surrounding women really being in tune with themselves and really being confident in themselves and and really like genuinely loving on themselves and genuinely living out who it is that they are all of who that all of who they are and that can be very threatening for others to watch especially when others have not um owned their truth when others have not defined what walking in that energy looks like Uh, and so as a result as a horrible horrible result what you see is that anytime someone is extremely confident and is self-aware uh, and is walking boldly in what they are called to do, you see um, this opposing energy of basically trying to like, let me knock you down some, you know, let me let some of the air out of your bubble. Um, let me bring you back down to quote unquote my size or my level. And... Um, I know one podcast is not going to cure the world, but I really want people to get out of doing that. Um, When you have not clearly defined what your truth is, um, when you have not done the work to clarify your purpose, um, to know what comes next in your journey, it can be threatening to watch someone else confidently operate in theirs. Um, And as a result of feeling threatened, we get defensive or um, we implement things to, you know, try to kind of counter whatever that person has put into play. And I want you to take a moment today because um, as women, we are held to (laughs) oftentimes some very unrealistic standards of beauty, um, of what our body should look like, what our weight should be, um, what we should be doing, all the things that we should be able to accomplish in a day, um, 
you should be cooking and you know just all these things that have been kind of like tossed into our laps that we should know how to do or that we should know or that should come naturally and then when they don't we question our worth and our value as women and I want you to take a moment wherever you are listening into this podcast i want you to really take a moment um take out a journal if you don't journal a piece of paper the notes section on your phone and really um take 10 15 minutes and just really get quiet within yourself and write down a list of all the things that you love about you all of the things that are amazing what are your strengths what makes you you what is that one characteristic or those characteristics that if they were not there, you would not be you? And it's important to do this routinely as often as you need to um, because we need to be in a state of constantly reminding ourselves who the fuck we are. Because if you do not do it, if you don't remind yourself, if you don't speak highly of yourself, if you don't do the work, nobody else is going to do it for you. People don't even want to do their own work. They definitely not going to do yours. And my platform is built around self-love and self-discovery. Um, and as an entrepreneur... It's extremely important to know your value, to know your self-worth, um, to, to know exactly who you are, to do the work, to know what your weaknesses are, to know what your strengths are um, on a personal level. Because as an entrepreneur, you are giving of yourself to the world. Your business is solving a problem your um, projects are contributing in some way to the bigger scheme to a bigger um, scale of people and of needs and nothing that you do in business is by happenstance everything is um, everything is strategic everything is intentional and in order to pour into a business in order to be as efficient as possible and in order to give of yourself in a way that isn't um, depleting or um, in a way that does not tire you out or cause you to be burned out, it's important to do the work on a personal level. We try to separate the two because we always say, you know, um, business is not personal, personal is not business. We have to separate our personal finances from our business finances we have to separate our um, personal emotions from our business decisions and all of those things hold true but something that's also very very true is that regardless of how separate we keep them on a personal level when we are not right that's going to overflow into our business and so Doing her work on a personal level is very important. Building that confidence 
on a personal level boost that confidence when you walk into a boardroom or boost that confidence or boost your confidence when you are asking for a certain dollar amount um, for a specific project. Boost your confidence when you are pitching to a client, a high paying client that that you really want. Because you have to believe that you are worthy of those things. Visualize those things, see those things coming into fruition in order for them to manifest. Your faith, your ability to believe is what's going to cure you half the way. And then once you pair that faith with doing the work, that is what's going to carry you the rest of the way. But when you are doubtful, when you don't see value in you, when you are waiting for an outside source or an outside person, something outside of you to validate you to validate that your vision is good to validate that you have the skill set to validate that you have what it takes when you are waiting for outside validation it limits how far you can go because as an entrepreneur hell as a mother as um a significant other a wife a sister a friend a lot of the battles that you fight you're in the trenches by yourself and there are people that love you I pray that there are people that love you for everyone who is listening and there are people that that love you and there are people that want to be there to support you but essentially this journey is very personal That is the journey to loving yourself. That's very personal. That's very one-on-one. That's very you being in tune spiritually. And you being in tune with yourself. Nobody can, you know, we have people that will pour into us and tell us all these good things that they love about us. And then at the end of the day, we go home and we're by ourselves and we can't see it for ourselves. And that's when it matters the most. In your alone time, when no one is there, what is the picture that you paint of yourself? What are you saying to yourself? How are you treating yourself? There was a time when um, I was very... I've always been very ambitious, so let me not um, discredit or take away from all the things that I I have accomplished and continue to accomplish. But I've always been very ambitious. But um, in that ambition, there was a time where I didn't think highly of myself, but I thought I did. Sometimes we could trick ourselves. (laughs) We can trick ourselves into thinking one way or into, you know. We can allow, you know, people who are kind of fueling us that are around us, telling us how great we are. And um, we trick ourselves to to think that we are loving ourselves 
and that we know who we are and that um, we are honoring what we were called to do. But then the action don't line up. The decisions that I was making, the decisions that we make, show just how much we care about ourselves. And, and, and equally just how much we don't care. How out of tune with ourselves we are. Making decisions that don't serve our purpose. It doesn't serve the bigger picture. Hell, it doesn't even serve a for the moment fulfillment. Making decisions out of um, or, or built on the foundation of toxic behavior. Toxic learned behaviors that have been passed down to us that we've witnessed and that have festered and grown over time. And in those decisions, we see just how much we truly love ourselves or just how much or how little we view ourselves. And that is a hard truth to face. And that's what I that's what I mean when I say that this journey is a personal one because you try to stay face and you try to, you know, put on your big girl pants and put on your game face and you go and you face the world and you look like a no limit soldier. But if somebody was to blow on your ass too hard, you would come crumbling down. And we have been conditioned to do this whole like fake it till you make it thing where, you know, we we act like we won't wear. We act like we got it together. And that does not work. That is that is not work in our favor. In fact, that is <laughs> in fact it has such horrible consequences for operating in that manner. The more you fake, the bigger the problem gets. Because you have to, you know, keep telling lies to cover up lies. And it's not even just about lying to other people. You start lying to yourself. And when you start lying to yourself and you actually start to believe a lie, you stay on this hamster wheel of not being able to fulfill your purpose, of not being able to honor your true self. And so there is beauty. There is beauty in celebrating you right where you are. And still being able to celebrate others and to support others and to love others in spite of because when you get to the place where you know yourself, even if things don't look the way that, that you want them to look, even if you are in a down season, you can rest in knowing 
that I'm still on this journey that's mine, that's custom to me, that's exclusively tailored to my being, to who I am. And when you rest in that, you can eliminate ill feelings towards people who are truly, um, well, I'm not going to say truly, but you can eliminate ill feelings towards others who are in their high season. And I said this before, and I will always say this, for every win that you have ever seen someone take, they've taken 10 losses. And you comparing yourself to their final product when they done been through hell and high water trying to get there. And life is continuous. It don't stop. It does not stop. It does not discriminate. We are all going to face highs. We are all going to face lows. And the sooner you tap into and the sooner you face the real you, the sooner those lows stop eating you alive. It's beauty. In being connected we are created to be connected that's why this pandemic if it hasn't exposed anything else it has exposed people's needs <laughs> to connect with other people why y'all ass can't stay in the house you can't stay in the house because you want to connect so even those people who are like oh you know i don't like people and i want to stay away and, and we say all this stuff and then we had it ripped out from under us. And you still can't sit your ass in the house out of that human nature, that human need to connect. But let's make the connections matter. Not connecting out of trauma, not connecting out of a common enemy, unless that enemy is poverty. Unless that, inter that enemy is being uneducated. Unless the enemy is lack of resources and we have to come together and help one another build. And to create. And to generate. And to develop things that. Um, to develop resources that were that will otherwise be limited for us. But not joining at the hip on account of drama and trauma. It should be so much bigger than each of us, right? But we all play a part. We're all intricate pieces to the puzzle. So that's why it's important that we do our own work. When you're in class, your teacher gives you only so many lessons, maybe an hour's worth, 30 minutes worth. I've been out of college too long. I forgot how long class was. But... A 50-minute class twice a week can only teach you so much. The majority of your work in school, in college, if you're going to grab the majority of the work that you are going to do is going to be homework. 
work that you've been assigned to do, that you're accountable for doing, that you're responsible for getting completed in order to pass that class, in order to learn and retain the material that you need to pass midterms and pass exams and, and be able to operate in your field or in your industry when the time comes. So as much work as we pour into career, to school, to our businesses, into other people, into our nonprofits, into being motivational speakers, into podcasts and blogs and creating content, as much energy and as much effort as we put into there, everything that we create is coming from within us. And so taking care of you is very important. Take care of you. Do the work that's assigned to you. So that you can serve your corner of the world. So that you can build into this greater picture. It's very important. It's very important. And I do believe that, especially in like black communities, we have been um, conditioned to scarce resources or we have been conditioned to being the token black friend, the token black girl, the, the one black girl working in the, in the corporate office, the one black woman in leadership, the one black man in leadership. We have been conditioned to believe that only one of us can make it at a time or a very limited number of us can make it at a time. And as a result, there is this deeply rooted, deeply embedded fear to connect and to share resources and to build with one another. And it always becomes um, this crab in the barrel scenario, this competition to the finish line, this um, I can only be the I can be the only one. And I think I truly thank our vice president for making it very known that or for sharing the line of just because you're the first don't mean you the last. And that is how we need to view each other. We've taken that word sis and turned it into some BS, okay? You sis when you being messy. You sis when you being shady. You mm-mm. You've taken sister, sis, a term of endearment, a term of closeness, a term of support and community. We've taken it and turned it into some mess. To the point where I'm always like, y'all quit calling me sis. Like, <laughs> but that's what it's turned into. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to stay that way. And so really start doing the work on you. Because when you start doing the work on you, when you look out, business is, is business is strategy you're gonna have competitors regardless so let's not say that but um from a personal level from a level of community when you do the work when you look out you are going to be inspired you are going to be encouraged you are going to be happy because 
you are realizing oh my god y'all the this pandemic has has some horrible effects and impacts on so many different people's lives but it has also forced our hand with being creative and generating additional streams of income and doing the work and knowing that you know job security ain't necessarily job security some of us decided we want to be full-time entrepreneurs some of us determined that hey i don't really want to be full-time entrepreneur but i know i need to make my money work for me i need to figure out a way to generate more of it to have more of it and to retain more of it to save more of it and so when I look out and I see all these small businesses that are starting, I see these people with side hustles, with, you know, generating additional streams of income. People are doing forex trading. People are, you know, starting to sell things, starting online uh, e-commerce stores, starting that service-based business that they can they can run after work hours or on the weekends or whatever the case may be. And that should make me so excited because um, essentially what I see put in play is that the generation that's coming after us, they are going to have access to way more resources than we. I started my very first business. Um, well, I started a mentoring program when I was 19, and that was my first form of quote unquote entrepreneurship. Um, and then the year following, when I was 20, was I 21 yet? I think I was 20. Um, the year following, I turned 20. Yeah, I was 20. Uh, the year following, I turned 20. And um, and I started my first business. I didn't know anybody else with the business. Um, I had met my best friend in college. She and her mother were entrepreneurs. Outside of them, I had... I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but outside of like these two women in close proximity, I had I hadn't had that kind of close. I didn't know anybody else <laughs> that was an entrepreneur, and um, that was fuel for me. I didn't know. I had like several business ideas. Like I'm a serial entrepreneur now, so. Like me having an influx of ideas has always been a strength and also can be a weakness too if not channeled and if not organized properly because like I want to do all these different things and I'm just one person. Um, or I want to do all these different things right now when it's a season for everything, right? And that gave me the fuel that I needed because it showed me this is something you can do. Everything I had mapped out, I had them. I had my mentoring program mapped out. It was something I wanted to start when I was in high school, but I fought a lot, and I was like, okay, well, I won't be a good role model because if somebody say something to me, like they're gonna have to fight me, and that's not what I'm trying to teach, right? Um, but I want to create a mentoring program for girls who were interested in the same things that I was interested in because. I had to adapt to different environments in order to have friends. 
And that's a part of, you know, that's a part of the journey with, you know, learning yourself and working with, you know, your children and their strengths and different things like that so that they can clearly communicate what it is that they like and what they don't. And they don't have to make those kind of um, adjustments when making friends. But once I got around people who were doing stuff, I got to college. That's why I say, like, a lot of things as, as far as marketing and as far as business, I learned in the field. But the priceless thing that I took away from college is that um, me being in an environment where everyone is thriving and everyone is making shit happen. And that fueled me that much more to know I can take all these notebooks, all these things that I've been writing over all the years. Like if I showed y'all my collection of journals, I have journals since I was in um, elementary school and I've kept them. Not all of them, which I kind of regret because I was like, where did the notebook go? But um I remember when I went to France, I did a study abroad program in 2012 and I completely planned out my cosmetics line. I think I was calling it shades then, um, <laughs> but I completely named everything out. I had the, the, the shade of each lipstick that I wanted, the name of each lipstick that I wanted to include in the line that has been planned out since 2012. And that didn't even come into fruition until December of 2015. But in being around other entrepreneurs and seeing other people get it done, that inspired me to get it done. And so as you are out here getting things done, people are going to look at you and they're going to be inspired because you are proof that it can be done. I can see you. I know you. We are from the same place. So that means I can do it too. I can get things done too. I can be an entrepreneur too. I can create a better life for myself and my family too. And it's very, very important that we are in a space of assisting and helping and partnering and collaborating when people say it's not what you know, it's who you know, that is very true. I worked um, for a major company and they were hiring people right out of college. Their children, their best friend's children, their people that they knew. Every, like almost everybody in that company, <laughs> they all knew each other. I remember I was working on, on separate projects for... Um, some VPs who are in completely different, um, completely different, not industries, but completely different uh, focus areas. And I was on Zoom because, you know, things got a little bit more personal when you, um, when COVID hit. I was on Zoom with one and the other one walked through the background. They're like, oh, yeah, we're roommates. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Fresh out of college. This is how they got these jobs. It is who you know. And it's about building community. There is beauty <laughs> in community. If you could do it alone, you would be here alone, okay? If, if we could do it alone, Adam would not have needed Eve, okay? None of us would be here. <laughs> 
And so um, that's my rant. But I really just wanted to push you guys to to do the work. To do the work so that you can you can start showing up as your most authentic self and you can start to connect with other people and and potentially serve one another. And so if you are not already, please follow me on Instagram at Life and Couture. Also like the Facebook page at Life and Couture. And until next time, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast.